All right, recording. Yes, let's do this. Um, let's limit this again to to thirty minutes ish. Ish. Let's aim for that at least. Yeah. Um, also, Zach again, uh, not here this week, so it will be a Malin Kai episode. Mm-hmm. So let's get started. Yeah, let's do this. Um, I was thinking we could start with we have some topics related to the things we've been working on lately, and um, so I thought a good way of kicking it off is to just talk about. How we feel about the project we're doing in general. So if you haven't listened to previous episodes in a while, we are working, Kai and I are working on a time tracking and a um, invoicing system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's what we're doing. <laughs> good memory. Good, good. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's been going well. And I think we've been talking about Swift UI a lot lately mm-hmm. in, the, in the previous episode. And Overall, I feel like we got to this really nice point with the app where SwiftUI is actually beneficial for us. <laughs> right? Where it's actually beneficial. No, but I feel like we we have sort of gotten over... I feel like even when we, we do still get random error messages that are not really related to what the actual error is, but I feel like we're a lot better at debugging this and we know sort of what the pitfalls are now mm-hmm. so i feel like overall so much better about this project and i really feel like we're in a role and i don't want to like over promise too much but i do feel like we're ahead of schedule mm, yep yeah yep. yeah it's I, always hard to say right because you're yeah, like you're making yeah. really good progress you're like whoa got way more done today than i thought and then it's like your layout just kind of falls apart and you're like what's going on here yeah yeah <laughs> and then you you in those weird random debug cycles where you're just trying random things and see what, what what works. Yeah. So I think it's 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 hard to fully be confident in our schedule, but I would also agree that we're probably ahead of where we thought we would be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel I feel pretty good. I'm happy that it's it felt like SwiftUI was very focused on iOS, and I still feel like there are many things that aren't really getting attention on on macOS. Mm-hmm. But overall, I feel like we can make a native-looking app with this. <laughs> it appears that way, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty happy that we can have like multi-pane windows and like have sep- add separate windows for certain content, which are with with a little bit of help from AppKit. Um, but mm. yeah, overall, feels pretty good. Mm. Um, with that, maybe we should start talking a bit about our design for the app. All right. Um, I mean, it's it's hard, right? I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same way, but when you start working, like if you start making apps for a new platform that you've used for a long time, mm-hmm. you always feel like, sure, I, I, I'll nail, nail that. That's <laughs> not a problem. I, I've used a Mac for, I don't know, 10 years mm-hmm. plus. How mm-hmm. long have we used Macs? It's like, I watched basketball for 10 years. I can probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it, it it is. You feel like I I intuitively know what a good Mac app is, what a bad Mac app is, right? You sometimes yeah, download an yeah. app and you're like, ugh, this is a terrible, terrible Mac app. Uh-huh. And and then you you start seeing text selection. You're like, oh, it's just some Electron wrapper. Mm-hmm. And then you start making your own app, and you're like, <laughs> I will nail all of those. And then you're like, wait, how how does navigation work again? Yeah, it feels like I I have I feel like the apps that have really good design are so nicely designed so you're not paying attention to what they're actually doing really well 
Mm-hmm. So I think in order to figure out like how does selection work, how should we display this new part of the of the app, you, you sort of have to specifically look for that. So you have to go back and look at apps that you consider are good apps and think about how do they deal with this specific thing. But it's nothing you would really pay attention to because they are doing it so well. But it's also, I, I feel like iOS has a lot more stricter design guidelines. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the apps that are just native and good feeling apps kind of follow a similar pattern well i feel like on on mac os there's so much broader of a range of yeah, how apps so. behave what i found difficult is that so many mac apps are from different eras mm-hmm. it's just hard mm-hmm. to find a modern day app that is very nicely designed for the platform Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think, like you said, maybe it's because Apple is restricting it more for iOS, but it feels like I could easily like find find apps that I think have a nice design on the on the iPhone, mm-hmm. uh, and I do struggle just filtering like what is actually nice, what do I think is nice as a Mac app, and what do I think just is nice because but you also you can what, see what fi- makes it nice. Yeah, right? it's like yeah. all right, like when we looked at things, it's like without a doubt, things is a nice Mac app. But what makes it a nice Mac yeah. app compared to some of the other ones that are clearly not nice Mac apps? Yeah, yeah. And it can just be like small things, like what you do when you're selecting something. Like mm-hmm. How does that look? How does the resizing like work? It, it, you just want a smooth experience. And I think over the last few weeks, we've really been going back and like looking at apps that we personally think are really good to try to figure out what makes them good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's 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 helpful, but I do struggle knowing which ones to follow. And sometimes I fall into this pattern like, oh yeah, this looks nice. This is this feels familiar. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's because that's how they do it on iOS. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I easily fall into that because some things are nice on I- iOS and it could be nice on Mac too, but it doesn't feel native when you do it that way. And kind of odd, right? It's yeah. often like adding obstacles to something that you just don't need on a Mac. But it's it's interesting. I, I thought it would be a lot quicker to make a nice Mac app from a <laughs> like flow and and kind of uh you know just basic yeah. how's the navigation flow working yeah yeah it might be more problematic because there are so many ways it's like you could either display it in the same view or you could add like a separate um like you could split the view in the window and display it in a separate view there or you can display it in a new window mm. there's so many ways and that might be what makes it or, more or difficult? Or a new tab, yeah. You know, just but it's also like common on the Mac to have multiple ways of navigating yeah. through an app, right? But like, it's hard to know when to use what. I mean, it's not. I, I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just um, more difficult to account for all the different ways people navigate through a yeah. hierarchy yeah. on the Mac. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's hard, right? It's very clear. Like if if you look at anything that's kind of like a native app on the Mac, mm-hmm. like if you double. Like if you have a list, for example, you select that usually if it's like in a navigational kind of hierarchy, if you select something in a list, you usually get the detail view where you can see what you selected. Yeah. If you yeah. double click a list item, you usually get it in a separate window that you can then kind of move around separately and close separately. Yeah. But that's kind of like that alone already is very different from, from iOS where usually yeah. every view tends to have one way of getting there. And that's the only way of getting there. You don't have like an entire array of play- ways of getting to a view and then different ways of displaying the same view. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think we're getting there. It's 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 not too much work. It's just wasn't coming as 
easily as I expected to, but I feel like we're we're getting somewhere now. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so too. I think the first one, like our first stage was quite easy to get to, but now when it's getting more complicated, I think this is just things we have to look out for. And mm. yeah, I, I, I'm happy with where we're going, but it's been different from designing an ios app yeah without a doubt but it's fun mm, which which is a good thing you know if you design your ios app the same way you design a mac app maybe it's not gonna be as native so yeah but it also shows kind of the, the difficulties with things like um catalyst right it's like yeah that's, that's yeah. kind of what you get if yeah. you make a catalyst app you make an ios app that runs yeah, on and, the mac and you You're see that and that, that's what makes it almost harder to find good design ideas at the moment just because there's so many apps that are designed with different frameworks. So it's, it tend to, all of them aren't native. There are some Electron apps, there are some, um, like some really nice Mac apps, and, but then there are also some, um, some Catalyst apps that are really nicely designed, but some of them aren't. And then, yeah, it's, it's harder to find good, good examples. To be honest, I don't, I can't really point my finger on a single great Mac app built with Catalyst. Okay. Now I have to, uh, I'll think of some. I think of some. But overall, it's like, it seems like you have to put a lot of effort into making a Catalyst app at all an acceptable Mac app. Mm-hmm. I guess you get to acceptable fairly quickly, but it's it's almost harder to get to to, to perfect, like yeah. a great Mac yeah. app. Yeah, I see that. Not even a perfect one. I think there are very few new. Like I think Things is one of the f- few. I mean, even that is not really a new app, right? It's it's been around for a long time, um, but it feels like a modern new not just pure app kit um mac app that mm-hmm. is it's just yeah it's still genuinely a great app and it looks like it's not a lot of work but it <laughs> actually like most things in there are custom mm-hmm. like even just selecting like a, a to-do item and how it kind of pops up the sheet and and changes the background color all of those things are custom and very thoughtful ways of of making an app that is definitely not just pure app kit like lists or, or or i guess table views but actually like custom ui elements that feel native feel nice mm. and use the 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 features of a mac to, for doing that yeah very nice mm. uh i don't think we're getting to to that level at, in our first iteration no no but i think it's a good app to aspire to yeah hmm. cool anyways um that was a bit on the design Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about? We're working on two parts of this. We're working on the app itself, but we're also working on the backend, which mm-hmm. we've been writing in Swift as well using Vapor. Um, do you want to talk a bit about the server? Uh, which part? Because I feel like we, we we're sort of getting to this point when we're starting to consider sign um, sending out a beta to some of our friends, mm-hmm. and I think for people to be able to use i mean at the moment we just run our service locally but we need to be able to actually deploy that in order for people to use it Mm -hmm. and access their data um so how are you feeling now do you feel like we're at a stage where we can start thinking about deployment of services and do you have a deployment of the server and do you have an idea of what to use for that yeah, I mean, in general, uh, as as with everything we've been doing lately, uh, it's probably going to run on DigitalOcean. We probably have like an API server and a database server, uh, both running on DigitalOcean, uh, talking to each other, and then use something like or probably Netlify for the product page, just because Net- yeah, yeah. Net- Netlify really is like a Netlify. crazily nice mm. uh, service. It's you pointed at a. Git repository and it just for anything that's kind of like a static page, 
Uh, it's perfect. You point it at a Git repository every time you make a push to your master branch or whatever you de determine as the master. Um, it, it rebuilds or serves uh, your website and it's piping it through CDNs, caching it, and does all the nice things. So you have a very fast, very accessible uh, website um, that's served from multiple server locations. So it's really good. It's it's almost um, can't recommend it enough. It is it is hard to to not use something like Netlify now because it just takes so much work, uh, so much work off your plate to make a website that is responsive, fast, loads quickly, loads quickly from all over the world. It's so much work you would otherwise have to put into that. Mm -hmm. And I mean. Like the free plan gets you really far. What's and the why, why do you what 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 do you get in the free plan? What do you get in the paid plan? I think the paid plan is mostly adding multiple users. Like if you're a team of multiple people, you probably want to pay. <laughs> is that what multi-user means? <laughs> that that's I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, like if if you have let's say you have a team and you work on on something together, um, then you you probably want to go to the pro plan, which is like forty five dollars a month, which is not not super cheap. It is, but I think it saves you more than forty five dollars a month if your time is worth anything. Um, and you can gonna get, get things like you have multiple builds, like if you have something like a Jekyll or something that mm. actually builds stuff um, before it serves it, then you get more concurrent builds and I don't know it is um it does add some stuff hmm. so I do think it I mean it's, it's hard to not get $45 worth of value yeah. out of yeah. it if yeah. you're actually using it for anything that makes you money yeah um but the free plan is is having most of those things for a single user and and it just works and considering uh if you just get started even if you have two people working on a website like we do um, you don't even have to pay to get started because you just have multiple people committing to the code base and that's still being deployed. Yeah. It's yeah, just that you don't have multiple you... people to the access to the dashboard. Yeah. 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 I think we can start with the starter one and then see what we, what we do. And just look at their plans and it's the starter one is free. Mm -hmm. And then the pro is four to five. And then the next one is business and it's starting at a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge gap. It's, it's a bit. Like uh, th you probably get your value out of it, but it's a yeah, yeah. But as soon as you slap business on on a yeah. plan, it's like I don't yeah. know <laughs> how it's many zeros like, do we add. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they do have. I think on the business plans, they serve from like more locations, um, and they have like the standard things that you have kind of with business plans, right? You have like a service level agreement where they're saying like you get like ninety nine point nine 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 and however many nines. Yeah, uh, like 9.99 uptime. uptime SLA. Yeah. Yeah. So you you kind of get those things, and then, I don't know if mm. if if you're considering a thousand dollar per month plan for your website, you probably get a thousand dollar worth of value out of it. Uh, we're not there yet. <laughs> no, um, let's start with the free one. Let's start with the free one, mm. uh, but not discount the. And let's aim for paying a thousand dollars. Sure. <laughs> uh, no, but I think I think that's good. I think Netlify has been serving us. <laughs> Serving us really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Clever>. mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so product page Netlify uh, and then the actual web app, uh, DigitalOcean. At least to get started, uh, probably only a single location somewhere here close to us on the West Coast, probably in the US because that's where their West Coast servers are. Mm -hmm. uh, separate API server and database server just to give the database some more breathing room for, for caching and, and give sense. it more memory. And yeah, Rolled, rolled that way. Hmm. 
And then that should allow us to quite easily, uh, I mean, easily in, in quotation marks, expand if if we need to. Kind of gives us some flexibility to add more database servers as, as we hopefully grow and wanting so to mm. serve people from more locations more simultaneously. More but simultaneously. Yeah, even more simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 a good starting point, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so too. And it's something that surprisingly digital ocean is also pretty affordable yeah. compared to all those services. all those kind of deploying things. Uh, it's stuff. surprising how cheap it is if you're looking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you spend some time finding services that are doing what you want, you can find pretty good alternatives to bigger players no it's i mean digital ocean and linode and all of those there are big it's just you get a server for, and it's starting at five dollars a month mm -hmm. right it's it's just those things are no longer as expensive as they used to be hmm. and it's quite exciting because you can just spin up a development server uh in in no time pay five dollars per month and yep. that's fine and then you can scale it up and down relatively easily you do have the downside of in, again, in quotation marks, the downside of you managing the server. So it's not like in AWS no, where no, it's, it's like you just give them something and they figure out how to how to deploy and make it run. You yeah. do have to do those things yourself. Yeah. But on the flip side, that means you do get access to everything. So it's quite easy to spin up a vapor server there, and mm. it's quite easy to to I I, I don't know. I kind of like to just have a server, like have a computer that I configure uh, and maintain. It's just how I like to do those kind of things rather than having some magic happening and then it's always I getting think, a bit yeah. weirder when I things are not working just the way you think they should. Yeah, I think that's the same with most things we're doing. Like maybe it ends up being more of a pain than we expect to maintain it ourselves and then we will evaluate at that point and move move away from it. But I think so far it's I think you had good experience with it. Mm -hmm. And I also think just knowing how it works just for the sake of knowing how to maintain it and how to set everything up it's good to not have something that is being like it's good to manage it yourself mm. and it's also just good, for the right? sake of the experience it, it's always good when you're um first of all i mean we, we've deployed things with that way before like other other projects that we've worked on yeah. deployed them in digital ocean it's all it's all been smooth and uh, not really any issues um if we get if we get to a point where scaling becomes an issue then at least we're also at a point where we're like all right we know what we're paying for if exactly. that becomes an issue yeah we're like that's... all right we just don't want to spend time on that yeah, we that's... have now resources to finance that but it's I, I just like things that have a very low floor it's like yeah. our fixed cost is really low we can we can keep this running even if we're not getting like thousands of users uh, within the first month we don't we don't have a burn rate that i mean yeah. our burn rate probably is lower than most people's coffee uh budget per month yeah which which is i think <laughs> quite a healthy day to be in in, yeah. in the early stages and then yeah that's what i was trying to get to but you worded it much better <laughs> okay <laughs> all right cool yeah that is i think the server setup that we're yeah how do you feel from? about starting to send this out to people to Pretty test good. it I think I'm pretty happy about that. Mm. Uh, it's always, I mean, that will be mostly the time tracking. I'm looking forward to actually building the invoicing because I feel like then it's it's a full package. I know. At the moment, yeah, it feels yeah. like, uh, what do I do with this time that I tracked? <laughs> you look at it. Yeah, I mean. See how much time you spend. We do have that. You can look at it. And yeah. It starts to look quite nicely, like your, your kind of overview of mm. the tasks you worked on. Yeah, but I think, I think it will definitely be a lot more useful once we actually have the invoicing. But mm. um, I, I still think it's good to get people's... 
I think it's good to send it out to get other people to try to break it to see if there's any obvious flaws that we're missing. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm. Cool. All right. Uh, Based on us already being 20 minutes in and we're aiming for 30, Mm -hmm. do you still want to talk about some of the topics that we have in the list or should we move right on to the Um, thing for the week? I don't know. We could talk about... You brought a few weeks ago that you want to talk about ad blockers. Mm-hmm. Is that something you are up for talking about? No, we can we can postpone that yeah? to next week. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, let's move on to things of the week. All right, cool. Do you ah. want to start? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to mention my things of the week. All right. Uh, so my things of my thing this week uh, is a TV show. It's called Shit's Creek. Uh, so good. It's 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 really good. And the way you spell that is S C H I T T S Creek. Obviously an apostrophe. Uh somewhere <laughs> in there as well. Um and it's a it's a really funny show. Um I do appreciate the name and I appreciate many of the puns that they have in this show. Um it's a show by CBC, so it's a Canadian show. And it's about this family. I don't want to spoil this too much, but I feel like this is in the like first two minutes or something. It's about a family that uh, lose access to all of their money. Uh, it was a, it, they used to be a really rich family, so they lose everything, and then they have to find a way of living more affordably. Um, and then they are moving as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair way of saying it without spoiling too much? Sure, sure. I think in general, the basic premises of the plotline are not really spoilers. Yeah, and I honestly think the basis of this premise is not really... I don't don't know. In the beginning, I was like, is this going to hold up for multiple seasons? Especially the first episode, as a disclaimer, I I didn't like. No. So we watched the first episode and we thought, all right, maybe this is not our show. I'm so happy we gave it more of a chance. But (laughs) yeah, I definitely want to have that as a disclaimer that this show is having a really weak first episode. I don't know what it is if they are still settling in in the characters or they're trying to get more people hooked in the beginning by having very extreme characters but um after three or four episodes they are really gaining a more like every character gain more of a rounded personality mm-hmm. and a rounded char- rounded char- characteristics and you st- really start to like like different aspects of each person in this show and what i really appreciate with this show is that they are very they're tackling certain social problems and they are very diverse i guess mm-hmm. but they are not doing it for the sake of it it's not like i think we were talking about that before kai many shows nowadays feels like they're trying to be progressive by explicitly stating how progressive they are mm-hmm. almost well this one feels like a very progressive show but they are not so in your face about it. It's just a normal thing that's going on. Um, I don't want to say too much because then I will spoil the episode and the show. But yeah, I would definitely give it a give it a chance. It's a really fun, funny, um, quite like to some to some extent. It's also very like not emotional, but it's a very you really grow a fan of the people of the characters in the show, and I think it's it's a really good show. Too. And it's a Canadian show, so it's definitely distinctively Canadian in a lot of the the topics and the themes that they're addressing in the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the best possible way, I think. And it's co-created by Eugene Levy and his son uh, Dan Levy, uh, who are both acting 
I think Eugene Levy probably is the more famous actor, at least in in my movie and TV uh, personal history of things I've seen. I think he's probably his most famous role was in American Pie, where he played mm. the father. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I also just think of him as the father, but I assume like everyone in that show has a father. They must sure, be more, but right? he is the he is father. the father. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And him and his actual son uh, co-created the show, mm. um, and both acting in it. And it's I, I think that also adds a lot that they're actually playing, uh, like that they're actually playing father and son in the show mm. adds a lot to the chemistry. Because mm. overall, you can kind of see in the show, but a lot think, of the chemistry develops over time, and yeah. it gets really good. But yeah. it it definitely it feels like it needs like a few episodes to kind of start gelling, yeah. and then yeah. every season after that just gets significantly yeah. better. But it's not just between him and his father, like the, the no, 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 father. But it feels like everyone has so good chemistry, and everyone seemed to really enjoy um, filming this. So yeah, really good show recommend it uh, please Eugene give Levy it more chance more of, give it like two three episodes i think it's it's really starting to warm up then yeah i i think the i mean i, I just looked at you know those kind of imdb graph uh charting uh websites no. where you can put in any show and then it kind of shows you like a uh, a graph of how the episodes write oh, okay. kind of their yeah. trend lines yeah. uh, the first episode by far the lowest rating of the entire season uh, of the entire uh, show like f- okay. including all the seasons including all the sh- episodes in the latest season I think we're in season 6 mm-hmm. um, yeah the first episode by far the lowest rating and it's just keeping on getting better and better every episode since so yeah definitely a show that grows but I think if I would say if 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 you watch three episodes and you still don't like it, it's probably not your type of show. But yeah, um, yeah don't don't judge it based on the first episode. Hmm. That's nowhere close to where the show's going. The pilot's hmm. definitely a bit different in in multiple ways. I think it's both hmm. set up, but also there's not enough character development to to enjoy the characters themselves so i think it definitely needs a few episodes but not not like you know sometimes people recommend and say like you gotta watch the first five seasons (laughs) and then season six is really good and and by 18 you'll love it yeah like yeah yeah, i'm not committing to that Uh, it's 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 definitely growing a lot quicker yeah and it's also a 20 minute episode like each episode is 20 minutes so it's like you might have to commit to 60 minutes (laughs) yeah Uh, which is not terrible comparison to like a whole season of game of thrones yeah (laughs) Uh, random example. Yeah, yeah. I, I cool. definitely think it's worth it. Yeah. What's your pick this? What's cool. your thing this week, Kai? So my pick the thing is this <laughs> okay. Pick. We gotta get this straight. It's called things of the week. <laughs> we can never say this. We've it's been going over eighty eighty-two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Alan. This is embarrassing. <laughs> my <sighs> thing of the week yeah. is uh, DuckDuckGo. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a result of Google redesigning their, their search result page. And also, I don't know, for me, the search results were kind of broken lately. I don't know what happened. It feels like the, the search algorithm prioritized shopping type things a lot more. <laughs> so I, I looked, it was, it was kind of silly. It was weird. I looked into like a specific type of potato and I just yeah. want to read like, that, that's yeah, how exciting my weekends potato. are. I'm researching potatoes. Uh, and I would just want to read about it, like the potato. Um, and it showed me instead where I could buy potatoes and like potato chips. And uh, it's like, what is happening here? Huh. And it was like for everything. I wanted to see reviews for, for a tech gadget. And instead, I only found places to buy it. Uh, there was something about, 
I don't know, looked into into I don't, I, multiple things and it always prioritized like almost entire first or first two pages were mm. kind of very narrowly focused. And I used to be and and it's weird, right? With search engines, you, you over the years you develop a way of communicating with your search engine of choice. Like it's like you don't you barely think about how you want to formulate something. You just know at some point what kind of way of phrasing a problem you have. Mm-hmm to get the results you're looking after. Like, there's certain yeah, words. Yeah. You, you don't even think about it where you want to see, like, reviews or, or kind of more user experience about an item. Sometimes you want to see, like, a price or, or kind of, like, places where you can buy it. And you do, you barely um, deliberately think about the search query. Yeah. yeah. Unless you, it's something like, I don't know, in software development when you're like, how, how do I even Google for this, right? Yeah. But that's, like... Those are kind of deliberate ones, and they're usually hard because you're you're like I don't even know how to describe this issue to a search engine. But yeah. when but like looking for whether like which potato is the best for a soup, <laughs> that shouldn't be too hard. Y- yeah, but it's like you still develop this kind of uh, way of communicating with Google over the years of using it. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, to get the results you want, and mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a very important life skill to be able to to Google. <laughs> I know because it's like yeah. you know that's the internet has almost all information in the world, information yeah. pieces. You just in the have world. to know how to get it. Yeah, and and the skill of getting there quickly is is super useful, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if if you're like, I, I mean, that's sort of what software development is a lot about, just knowing how to find solutions to your problems. Yeah, that's what ninety five percent of software engineering is about. But in in general, like life is often about getting access to information that you're, you know, it's mm-hmm. like that's that's one of the benefits of living in in today rather than eighteen twelve. Uh, arbitrary example <laughs> because you like you know i mean uh maybe not related to health and like oh i have a weird spot on my arm it's like cancer death you you probably have a one day li- left yeah, in your life yeah. that um, you mean today that's what you get yeah yeah, yeah 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 like health things are still not there but like finding information about most other things that are like yeah at least knowing if you should eat green potatoes or not yeah. will be there and <laughs> yeah. it's not going to tell you you have cancer yeah yeah. I mean, it I will mean, tell maybe, you that you get probably. cancer by eating them. Yeah. But I don't know, it does it going after rails. Um, Anyways, that But it will go. be interesting, right? If at some point we'll probably also get there with health. Like when you're actually getting r- reliable health information from like taking a picture of your arm hmm. and it's just saying, yeah, this is a mole, don't worry about it. Or this one you should get checked out. What and was I mean, that? Wasn't there a... <laughs> Wasn't there a thing when people were measuring their moles <laughs> yeah. and there was like a um an algorithm that or it was basically um through machine learning all the pictures yeah. that had moles often had a ruler next to it because yeah. they were like officially measured by a doctor. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a British health app that tried to detect skin cancer mm-hmm. and they used machine learning to to teach the the thing how to determine what what is skin cancer and what isn't? Yeah, but all it ended up really learning appeared to be whether there's a ruler on the <laughs> picture as well. Yeah. so it would always tell you when there's no ruler in the picture <laughs> that you do not have skin cancer, and when there was a uh, um, measure tape or anything related to measuring the sp- size of something, it would always trigger uh, it as a cancer detection. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was a. <laughs> Uh, a length measurement detection uh, app rather than a skin cancer detection. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not it's not too absurd that we get to a point where where the way we're currently able to Google for our green potatoes good to eat. By the way, uh, 
should also be obvious that that is not and a you thing should you not should eat. eat. Green potatoes. Um, but I, I, it's not unreasonable to expect that to happen for health at some point, and not always to falling into cancer. So anyway, duck, duck, my, go. My thing of the week, duck, duck, go. Go. As a result of of Google kind of screwing with me and my way of searching for things, I thought I'd I give duck, duck, go another shot because hmm. Google was kind of broken at least for that brief period, and I used it as a chance to give duck, duck, go All another right. shot. So how do you like it? Sticks. I, I've used it for okay. yeah, because you've been back and forth, right? And yeah. What are the usual reasons why you go off DuckDuckGo? Again, it's just I don't really know why, but it doesn't find exactly what I want based on okay. what I thought was a query that should find it, and also the kind of second guessing it. DuckDuckGo has a lot of like uh, ways of getting to different specific search providers. Like you could do a uh, Bang G. And then write a, uh, write your search query, and then it would redirect you to Google mm-hmm. and show you the Google results. Mm-hmm. And before, like over the years, always when I tried DuckDuckGo, it always led to search results that I thought were not what I was looking for. Okay. And I. Uh, and do you think that's because you just didn't use like you tried to apply your way of searching on Google to DuckDuckGo? And that I don't, that's the thing, right? Search engines are kind of uh, mystical in the background. You don't really know why you don't find what you're looking for, yeah, yeah. but you don't. <laughs> and I, I was not willing to to co- commit to getting worse results for everything I was looking for yeah. in order to switch to DuckDuckGo before. But that considering that Google was kind of broken anyways, hmm. uh, I, I didn't really have a good alternative at that point in time. And I gave DuckDuckGo a better shot, and I actually really enjoy it now. So I've been using it for, I don't know, a couple of weeks now, almost, I think, exclusively, actually. I don't <laughs> think I've used more than, like, two or three times trying to... Uh, it w- but it was more of curiosity, like a A-B test, personal A-B test for the same query on Google and DuckDuckGo. But yeah, it's been, it's been really good. I do use... Um, specific search parameters more like you can write site colon and then the name of a website okay. to find something That's on a specific nice. site so because you know when you search something on google mm. especially related to programming it often groups all of stack overflow yeah. into one card and you can then tap the or click Expand. the yeah. only show search results from Stack Overflow and you kind of see them. Okay. And that's usually where you find something, right? You want to have an overview, but then usually Stack Overflow is the one you go to. Yeah. Uh, on DuckDuckGo, you would just write site colon stackoverflow.com. Okay. And then, and then just then excludes only everything else. That's right. Okay. Um, so I do that. That is the one thing that I use more manually that, okay. that kind of made it for me to be a, a full replacement. Nice. So I, I, I still search my ser- like for software development stuff. Mm-hmm. I still use my normal search term to get an overview. Are there any like amazing blog posts about the specific topic? Mm-hmm. And if not, I do add the site Stack Overflow and then find yeah. more people trying to f- figure out what's going on uh, and discussing and reading that. Cool. Yeah, but it's been been really good. It's kind of nice uh, to to at least know even even if it's not sticking forever. I don't know yet. Uh, so mm-hmm. far, so good, but. It's nice to know that stack, uh, uh, DuckDuckGo is now f- at a point for me. If Google would screw up or they're going terribly down in, in a direction I don't agree with, or it's at least a reasonable alternative now, which mm. is, it's nice. Awesome. Been a while since I had a reasonable alternative in search and I quite enjoy that. And I would encourage people to, to give it a shot. Yeah. It's, it's not that much effort to, to try it for a while. Okay. And if you don't like it, it's like, Three, four clicks, and you're back to, uh, back to Google. Mm. It's nice to give it a shot. Cool. 
Awesome. Cool. All, All right. right. Um, great chatting to you. <laughs> Likewise. As always. And next week we'll have Zach back and we're probably getting into some more apples. <laughs> I don't want to commit to any anything. <laughs> Anyway, we will talk about other things next week. We we that that uh, uh, maybe. That <laughs> we will say different words next week. Some of the words we will utter next week will be different. Yes. Some of them might be the same. Yes. We'll see. Tune yes. in to find out more. <laughs> all right. That's cool. how you get all the listeners. <laughs> uh, uh, cool. All right. Cool. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye bye.